Hey there, I'm Morgan, and this is Find Your Niche. I'm so excited for today's episode. I had the opportunity to chat with Tiana Liska. Tiana is a garden coach. She helps you take your green spaces and turn them into thriving urban gardens or landscapes. She actually helped me take an unused corner of my front yard, and she built a beautiful L-shaped garden that's full of fruits and veggies that's also adding some privacy to my yard because I live on a busy corner. I love Tiana's story because she found her passion for gardening and decided to go out on her own and start a business and become an entrepreneur. I had so much fun chatting with Tiana and I hope you enjoy our conversation. What led you to gardening and wanting to become a garden consultant what was that journey like I definitely feel like what sparked my like amazement and joy of gardening was my grandfather actually when I was very very young he lived in Charlotte and my family lived in we lived in I think Rock Hill South Carolina at the point at the time And so we would go up there maybe once or twice a month and go just hang out with my grandfather. And every time we just run straight to the backyard because he had his huge garden in his backyard. It wasn't like huge, but to me, it looked Yeah, as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, we go back to his place now and it's pretty small. (laughs) the perspective has changed but um yeah and he would just have the most amazing things growing and like like I was I always say like it's cabbage like I, I personally am still working on cabbage because I've never <laughs> had any cabbage grow to be that big yeah so like I don't know if it was the variety of cabbage he grew or not but it literally like I can remember like hugging it and not really being able to touch my arms now granted oh my I was probably like a little six or seven year old but still work, I but... mean <laughs> you know that's so big cabbage yeah <laughs> and then he grew sunflowers that like the mammoth ones that were giants them. like and yeah. as a little kid you're like you're mind blown by them yes it that it just he he just like blew my mind with all of his fruits and veggies that he grew so that was definitely the first like seed planted in Mm -hmm. the joy and like loving it because that's what we did every time we come to his place Uh, pretty much after that I mean so it was something that always stayed with me and I wanted to do but growing up we didn't have space in our at our home and I mean you kind of just like put it on the back burner and then not until I got into college did I start you know, thinking about, you know, growing plants again, because I mean, I'm on my own, I can do my own thing. And, (laughs) and, uh, but I still didn't have space. I mean, I lived in dorms freshman year. (laughs) (laughs) I did live in an apartment. And I mean, I didn't have time to take care of house plants and house plants are so prima donna. I don't think (laughs) if I had started with them, I don't think I would be doing gardening. (laughs) Oh, really? How interesting. Because I feel like, I don't know, some, um, there are those house plants that you, they say you can't kill and all this stuff, but I don't know. I agree with you. <laughs> house plants are hard. I mean, we have a little house plant sitting on our kitchen window and 
I mean, it's doing fine, but the other day Scott smashed it in the window because the leaves, and I was like, oh my God, there, there that one goes. <laughs> oh my goodness, he smashed. I was like, how do you even do that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. No, see, yeah. Anything can happen to house plants. And I I I feel like finding the right lighting for the specific plant is so hard for for people in general because there's so many different terms and like indirect direct or full and like yeah <laughs> <or> like <laughs> I don't know I don't know it's just hard and then if you don't have enough windows which I feel like we lack windows in our house next house I'll live in it's probably gonna be like I'm gonna build it and it's gonna be like <laughs> straight walls that are just windows I would love that I would love that and then I'd probably get into house plants more yeah then, then that's your your next step yeah and so my junior year mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time who's my husband we bought a house and we I moved in and it was nice we had this nice backyard and I was like yeah I'm gonna start gardening but never really actually did it because I mean I was still in school yeah and gardening's <laughs> and a lot like it is you know. a, a definite time commitment <laughs> and if you don't have it you won't be successful now there mm-hmm. are things now to help you you know ease the time commitment of how much time you have to commit to it but it's still yeah. a pretty big time commitment or at least if you can break it down into maybe a 15, 20 minutes a day, it, it, it'll get easier. Mm-hmm. So I really started my gardening journey after, I don't even remember what year it was, but it was one Christmas. My husband actually bought me the arrow garden mm-hmm. and they were like super new at that time. And like, it was an indoor hydroponic system. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, if you haven't seen them before, they are like little, like little pods. Yeah. Yeah. And you grow uh, seeds and in these mm-hmm. pods and then it has the light that comes with it that's connected. So you basically all set up to be successful. They mm-hmm. give you the fertilizer. They give you a schedule when you're supposed to do it. It was nice. It was I my first growing season. I had all these herbs <laughs> and like, I don't think, yeah. I, I don't think I did a, a vegetable. I did lettuce, steel, and I think basil yeah mostly herbs and lettuce and that's Mm -hmm. actually what I usually encourage my first-time clients to grow are herbs and greens because those are pretty easy quick return kind of on your your efforts it's kind of hard to mess them up (laughs) because they don't they don't always require full six to eight hours to grow yeah some of them you can just require two hours, two hours at the minimum oh, wow. to get a harvest off of them. Yeah. The year after that is when I built, well, I didn't actually build it. <laughs> when my husband built <laughs> my first raised bed. Yeah. And I think I went with raised bed just because after doing a little bit of research and finding out that it's pretty tough to garden in ground here in North Carolina or the Southeast with all yeah. the this really thick clay I grew up in Georgia so I was so used to it being called Georgia clay but I still call it that now even though I'm in North Carolina same thing (laughs) yeah and so um I didn't know too much about like the you know 
difference between soils and um, the composition of soils and how that affects the plant growth. So I've just read that garden with the raised bed is the easiest way to go because you get to choose what you grow in. Yes, it, there is definitely a little upfront investment for it over an in-ground bed, but mm -hmm. in the long run, it, it makes for a more successful run if you don't know everything about like the process of the gar gardening and stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you have your first garden bed. Was it successful? Did you grow, you know, vegetables? Yes, I did. <laughs> Surprisingly, I did. I think I started out with, you know, tomatoes. Everyone does tomatoes. I, we all love tomatoes. <laughs> yes, we all do. But I actually personally tell, I think I was, it was a fluke that I actually grew tomatoes that first time because I they can be a little finicky themselves and they require a lot of tension. They are. And um, they are affected by diseases, pests pretty readily. So mm -hmm. um, I'm actually surprised that I was successful. Also, I did have do lettuce as well. And I'm trying to think back. Lettuce, I think mustard greens, collard greens, oh, more e easier things, mm. but um, cucumbers. But yes, <laughs> I was successful, but I wasn't successful in everything. And I dealt with a lot of pests here in the South. We get a lot of pests. Mm -hmm. And just because the nature of our weather, you get, you can deal with a lot of different things. Like the biggest thing is mildew. I know hundred percent I did have harvest and everything, but I did deal deal with a lot of powdery mildew on my like pumpkins and like squash and stuff like that, just because our moist mm. environment and yeah, it helps that stuff just thrive <laughs> and spread easily. Yeah. It was definitely, I counted as a success because I got some harvest and I learned a lot. Um, but when I think yeah. about it, there were a lot of ups and downs and things I had to learn that come with mm -hmm. gardening so definitely was by no means without frustrations and like going back to my book and be like what the heck is this or taking a picture of something and being like can I find this on the internet <laughs> yeah so do you like become like you know enamored with your garden is this like when you're like oh I really enjoy doing this like I love the knowledge I love like it's fun you know even though it can be time consuming and difficult oh yeah definitely anyone who starts and has just a little bit of success I tell, I'm always like, you're going to be obsessed with it. Like that's when I got obsessed and I literally am still obsessed with my garden <laughs> and I just up upgraded it. Yeah. I did a little upgrade last year, but I didn't really put too much into it. Mm -hmm. But this year I put more into it because one, I wanted to turn my garden into like my showcase garden my yeah for my business and two because I finished my master's degree and I felt like I needed a big present <laughs> oh my goodness congratulations yes yes you do you. need a big present yeah and what did I choose for my big present <laughs> but you know what you enjoy it you're obsessed with yes. it and it's gonna help your business I mean it's a win-win on all fronts it sounds like yeah yeah it is it really is and I have no regrets even though it literally just probably tacked on <laughs> so much more time <laughs> that I have to spend out there. And um, my husband's probably going to be continue to be upset with me when I like sneak out of the house to go sit in the garden or like go check on stuff. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you know, he's the one who got you into this. Like, you know, <laughs> and I try to throw that in his face every time. He, <laughs> he bought you that first, first gift. <laughs> yep. He bought me the first gift and then he built my first actual raised bed. Like, so. what did he think he was going to, you know? <laughs> 
Like the funniest thing is, is I have a picture of him building it, uh-huh. and he looks like so not happy about. It. <laughs> He's like, "This is a lot more work than I thought this was going to be." Yes, yes, yes. And so I don't know. I love that picture because he he was totally different, like phys- like physical character wise. Then he had long hair, and he was like wearing a hat or something, and his face is just like mm, not playing around. <laughs> not at all but he loves me so he did it (laughs) yeah and now he's just in it for the journey he is he is and now i'm dragging marina in it as well (laughs) is that your is that your daughter that's my daughter yeah and she's so stinking cute (laughs) thank you i was watching the videos maybe it was last night and she had like her blueberries and apples on her shirt yes yes she um definitely been in the garden since probably before birth yeah <laughs> yes definitely before birth but um no I think the first time I mean, I mean obviously I had not planned on starting a garden when I was pregnant because there was so much dedication to it and I was yeah. like there's no way I'm gonna be able to keep it up with a newborn so I waited all the way until she did not come on her due date <laughs> <laughs> and I was like Okay, just do it. So I decided that day she was due on April 28th mm-hmm. <laughs> and she did not come. And I was like, I'm going out to the, to the nursery. I'm going to fly plants. You <laughs> can't I, wait any longer. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I had waited. So I hadn't started any anything yeah. to feed in inside. And so I needed to go buy plants. And then I did, came back. And I, it was also a hope that I would like work her up into like being ready to come out <laughs> Get <it laughs> because going. gardening is strenuous too yeah and it's like uh it's an an exercise oh my god the video of you doing our garden and you doing it all on your own I was like oh my god like oh, yeah. I, you must have been like so exhausted afterwards I was like I can't like I thought you maybe would have had like a team I, I was shocked no I haven't got to that level yet <laughs> but one day you're on the way usually I can get my husband mm. I can like bribe him into coming <laughs> with me so things can go faster but he's just been super busy and tired with what he's been doing at work and mm-hmm. um he's been training for a marathon oh so also we have my daughter and my usual t- care taker which mm-hmm. is my sister has <laughs> been out of commission so it's like when I need someone to watch her for me so yeah yeah so a lot of the bills lately have been by myself, which is fine. Totally fine. I enjoy it so much and it is fun. And then it's great to see afterwards how much work, how much work goes into it. No, I love the video. I love that progression, like from nothing to it, to it fully being there. Yes. It's so fun. I, I will send that to you if you, if you would like it. Yeah. Um, I'll send you that video. And I was literally the next day it always hurts the worst the next day I'm just tell you that it's like any exercise you do yeah I bet you're like oh god that, that, that <laughs> it's it's sore I can't get yeah. up yes I was in my um my course uh, I'm doing a, a live like course growing course for some mm-hmm. of my clients and I was like I'm sorry y'all I'm not my usual perky self today but I had a freaking awesome build yesterday that was so fun oh, but I'm feeling it <laughs> Oh, I can't imagine. I mean, you know, it's kind of nice though. You know, like you feel your hard work and you it's paying off and everything. Yeah, I totally do enjoy the fact that 
and I love that I can talk to you now and you tell me, okay, it's doing well. Yeah. You're giving it all the attention it needs. And that just like fills up my tank so much. And I'm like, Woo. oh yeah, we're obsessed with it. We're obsessed. You know, it's added so much. Okay. How, how did you decide you wanted to be a garden consultant? How did you decide like you, you like this, you know, personally, I want to make it my profession. Funny thing. So the other day someone asked me, <laughs> how did you know that it was even a such thing? I was like, funny thing is that I didn't even know garden consultants slash garden coaches even existed before last year. So I had been into gardening, doing all this stuff. And I follow all these people on social media, Instagram, Facebook. And I stumbled across Nicole Johnson Burke, who is the gardenary mm -hmm. like creator, founder. So she is the one that started this uh, whole garden consulting like certificate certification. Mm -hmm. And so apparently garden consulting and uh, coaching has been a thing of many, many years. And it's just not... <laughs> anything you hear about or no like you would think you would hear about it but I guess gardening is something that most people take on by themselves and mm -hmm. last year especially with the pandemic I guess it really came to light because a lot of people wanted to start and didn't know where to start and the thing is, is there's so much information out there there's good information great information and there's bad information that you probably should just steer clear of but <laughs> if you have a garden code that helps you bypass all the unnecessary stuff and they can bring their experience and their like know-how to you and you can be successful in the beginning. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm shocked that that's not even like something like you hear about more that like this is offered to you. You know, you can hire someone like we've tried to do a garden before and, and you know, we weren't that successful and we wanted to be able to grow vegetables for us to eat, you know, yeah. and Scott, I guess, just came across, I think, garden area. And it, and then he came across like you from like North Carolina, locally based coaches yeah. and found you. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is something more people should know about. Yes. And that was the super cool thing about Gardenary that I really love that Nicole was really trying to do is that she's trying to connect people with someone in every state. And I thought that was a brilliant idea because yeah. I mean, everyone wants a garden everywhere and you want someone who knows your specific area, your climate. Exactly. You know, the pests that's yes. going to come and what's going to happen during the season and things. Exactly. Who has experience growing in your area. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I do virtual consults for people as well, but I have to do work on the, like after to find out what their garden zone is and what their, cl their climate usually is like. And it's just not, I'm not going to like know it offhand. <laughs> there, there are things that that I will know that does like cross over, but to really know how successful it's going to be, you're going to want someone that's in your area. So that's great. And she has a directory on her website that you can go uh -huh. and choose which region you're in. And it will give you a list of all of the garden coaches. Yeah. See, that's there. so perfect. And so like, I love that she created, you know, she was obviously successful with what she was doing and she's like, let's bring this nationwide 
You know, so you took her course, yeah. I'm assuming. Internationally, she has a couple coaches in New Zealand and in Canada. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. So, so like you took her course and like, and then not only after you take the course, now you're on her di- directory so people can like find you. And it seems like she really helps, like, like really help you get going. Yeah, she did. The, the, um, the course she created was amazing for, you know, getting started me started like getting things organized and like I'm not very like business Mm -hmm. oriented or savvy and like I'm more on the creative end doing things with my hands and like (laughs) so I can handle all the actual like doing the knowledge and stuff but uh, when it came to like actually successfully putting together a business and doing taking the right steps Mm -hmm. to to get your business like legal and you know, set up right. (laughs) That it was amazing because she did a great job with all of her videos telling us what to do step-by-step. And like, she recommends people do it all at once because I think she's seen from past like cohorts that those who like dwell and take more than three to six months to get everything set up and complete and going, they don't usually do as well as people who like go Mm. through the whole course really fast so I went through the whole course in about yeah a month or month and a half I believe um just because it was between so I was still doing grad school it was during the summer like between you know Mm -hmm. spring and fall so you were like I gotta get it done I yeah I have no (laughs) I have no time for this any other time so it was definitely that year actually the first last year that I decided um, I needed to start looking at other options for myself because I was at the time working full-time at the university, um, taking care of my daughter amongst COVID after like daycare stuff was like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And we had some weird nanny. Yeah. Shutdown. Incidents. (laughs) And then um, Mm -hmm. I was also still finishing up my master's. So I was doing a lot and I knew something would have to go. And unfortunately, even though I loved my job, I knew it was going to be my job. Uh My daughter's not definitely not going to go last. (laughs) She's not going anywhere. School's not going anywhere. I'm in my last year. I'm almost done with this. (laughs) What were you, what did you get your master's in? I got my master's in agricultural education and extension. Oh, wow. So it was right up my alley when I started thinking about things. I was like, it has to be something that I love doing that I will want to do every day and that I can like see myself expanding in different like ways with it and something that I can, you know, choose my own schedule. Yeah, totally. Because I cannot be tied down to, I have to be in a spot <laughs> from what, what I was doing was eight mm-hmm. to five. <laughs> so I couldn't. I just couldn't work with that schedule anymore. Not having my daughter, not being any like childcare yeah. or anything. So yeah. So I started. I think it was my second, second to last semester. Yeah, second to last semester. Um, looking at different options for things, and then all of a sudden, I remembered Nicole, this lady that I followed on Instagram all the time. She put out her, you know call for Mm -hmm. new coaches and I was like it kept popping up yeah Facebook ads kept popping up on me and I was like and I was like I think this is supposed (laughs) to be I mean I think this is what I'm supposed to do and now I mean I feel like the 
course itself was I couldn't get over yeah. the price tag on it. So back then, I'm not sure if it's changed or not. It was mm-hmm. like two thousand dollars to take the course. And then I thought to myself, I was like, shoot, this is a whole course for two thousand dollars. I take a three credit class for five hundred dollars. I was like, mm, not. I mean, we can make this make sense because I could just use this as like one of my, one of my classes. It's essentially exactly. a business class, and and it, it takes me through the whole like start the company and like how do I get to you know marketing yeah. and you know organization and all this stuff. I was like, gotta do it. Make that investment. Well, thank God you thought that way, you know, continuing your education, that's hopefully going to set you up for, you know, a business, which it did. So exactly. So I was very happy with it. And I was glad I made that decision because it was, I mean, deciding to leave my job, which is like almost half of our income is a big deal. So that's (laughs) why I feel like I'm working so hard and there's no, there is absolutely no pressure on me right now from my husband to do anything or be anything Mm -hmm. profitable but I'm giving myself a a full year I have a full year to make this thing Mm -hmm. work and I think I think it is I love it I think it's well on its way because it's been very busy and it it is the busy season right now so is this your full-time gig right now right now I wouldn't say it's full-time um, mm-hmm. I still say Marina is full time, but <laughs> yes. right now I do most of my bills and stuff on the weekends. So, okay. But you're not like working at another, you know, nope. eight to five job. Yep. No other job. I actually quit my university job in December. And so this is what I've been doing so far. Good. Well, I'm glad you're giving yourself a year. Yeah. I have... <laughs> Hi, hi. I mean, I'm almost sure like you're going to be successful. We're obsessed with our garden. Your Instagram's doing well. Yeah, it is. Can you walk me through, I guess, like what it's like for someone, a client to reach out to you who's interested in help building a raised garden bed? Like what's that process like? Yeah. So um, usually I do get people who reach out and they ask, um, what are my consulting fees and what is all involved in the consult? And I Mm -hmm. usually tell them the fee is right now, my fee is a hundred dollars for the consult. That means I come out and look at, I assess your your property and I find Mm -hmm. the best place for your garden to go. Um, That's taken in consideration, the sunlight exposure, the access to water, and um, the, I guess, leveling, grading. And also I let them choose, like I asked them to pick or like think out where they yeah. feel like the best place would would, would be. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I feel like clients usually already have a good idea of where it should be. And I mean, mm-hmm. Scott already knew <laughs> where it would be. It, I mean, he showed me the places yeah. you guys tried and that you had success yeah. with. And the things that you had success with, and I tried to tell him why Mm -hmm. you guys had success with it. You had a lot of success with kale and greens in the back because you don't technically need a full like six to eight hours for those things. But if you want to put tomatoes or squash or anything that fruits, that produces a fruit, it's going to need six to eight hours to produce that fruit. And so... Once I do that, yeah. I talk with them, we sit down, I have them make their plant wish list or 
veggie wish list. And we go through that. And then I talk to them about, I might on site like ask them how big of a garden bed they want, the space, and do some measurements in that space and then talk about what would fit in that space. Scott already had an idea mm -hmm. of what he wanted in that area. And I thought that was great because I loved I love the L shape of it and it was fun to make oh, it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I think it'll it will double as a, a little bit of privacy for you guys. <laughs> oh, 100 percent That's like it's killing, you know, two birds with one stone. Like I'm so excited. Yes, yes. I love that idea. And after we do that, then I usually will wrap it up, ask if they have any questions. I answer their questions on spot. And then I let them know that if they do have questions that pop up when I'm not there, they're more than welcome to email me and mm -hmm. they have um, some apprehension about the plan that we did decide on that they can modify it. They, they can send me what they think would like they'd like better. Um, mm -hmm. After that's done, then I, go through and I do uh, take their list and I will create the plan on a app. I use the old farmer's almanac app. They have a garden planner app where mm -hmm. you can create it, the space in um, a grid. And then they have a, like basically a plug and play of plants that you can put in there to see how it will look. Um, mm -hmm in the end. And so that's how I plan the plants out, um, taking in consideration the size of the plants and the compatibility of the plants, um, just companion planting wise to see what, mm -hmm. what can be planted next to what um, and how much you can pack into that space. So the whole plan that you sent us, I loved, I loved visually like seeing it with the like little plants in it. Yeah. The consulting, when you came out, you know, you were here forever. I was like, wow, we are getting our money's worth. I was like, you know, I kind of just expected like a quick in and out. You know, I have a lot of, like, I've had painters come, people like to do, you know, much work on the home. They're in and out in five minutes, you know? And I have to say- It wasn't forever. I, it always <laughs> seems so short to me that- No, I was like, oh my God, this she's spending so much time. Like she, you walked around the house like twice, like fully inspecting our yard. Like I was like, you know, I was trying to handle the dog for us because he's so loud. <laughs> I took him on a walk. You were you were still here when we came back. I was like, I was still there. And you're like, girl, would you leave? <laughs> I know. I was just like, wow, like this is great. Like I really yeah. felt like Scott was getting all the knowledge that he needed and you were really helping us. Yeah. So you get an hour with me when you do when you pay. Yeah, that I think you gave more than, than an hour. That yeah. Day. It, it, it felt like more than an hour. No, it was an hour. Sometimes, I don't know, maybe I lost track of time. Sometimes I lose track of time. And I get like so immersed in talking with people about it that I yeah. do, I tend to go over sometimes, but I try to keep myself on track because especially if I have clients afterwards, because yeah. sometimes I'll have a client here in the like Raleigh area where we are and then have yeah. to drive all the way to North Raleigh and I'm like that's 30 minutes so yeah. <laughs> so I have yeah, to no. stay on schedule when I do that but I try not to schedule them like that but if I have no well, good <laughs> because we I mean Scott truly appreciated all the time you spent with him figuring it out <laughs> yeah I'm glad that um he enjoyed it and sometimes I feel like 
<laughs> clients are probably like, ain't she still here? <laughs> no, no, no. I doubt that. They're so excited. On your site, you say you uh, specialize in raised bed, raised beds for kitchen gardens. Why is that so important to you? Like, you know. So it's good to like specify that. So I say I specialize in raised beds because that's what I I grow in. I grow in raised mm-hmm. beds, so I know more about that. I do have some things in ground, but it's not something I'm like super, like super duper knowledgeable about. Um, yeah. Other than knowing that you're going to need to uh, mend that soil, you're going to get you're going to get soil tests. Um, you're going to put the spacing is going to be a little bit different for your your raised bed than your in ground. Um, mm-hmm plants usually are not as close together. And then you're going to probably follow those guidelines on the plant tags more than you do in a raised bed. And that's mainly because in a raised bed, I get to choose what type of soil that I'm growing in. And I'm going to choose soil that's extremely packed with nutrients for all those plants I want to pack in, which is why I can, I can, you know, throw away those plant tags and not really listen to the spacing in the, you know, mm-hmm. row sizes of them because I'm growing in a small space. I don't have a lot of acreage <laughs> to put, <laughs> put yeah. three plants in like t- 36 inches apart. <laughs> and yeah. So the nutrient uh, composition is way more packed than in, in ground. And that's, I mean, you might, can get away with like amending the ground but and specifically people don't realize what a kitchen garden is so a kitchen garden is technically the term means you have a garden that's close to your kitchen so a lot of people like to tend to put their gardens way out in the back if they have a lot of space and it's kitchen garden is going to be smaller it's going to be a more compact space and uh, you're going to pack in the plants. So the proximity to your back door or your kitchen, it's so you can see it. And so you have eyes on it every day, basically. So it's something, basically, if you're cooking and you look in the refrigerator and you don't have basil, do you run outside a couple of feet and grab some basil and come back in? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I love it. I didn't, I, I had no idea that was what the term meant. Yeah. So it's close proximity to your living quarters and um, is usually a bio-intensive uh, growing method, which I like to use the square foot gardening method, which means I have one square foot space and I have a certain number of plants I know I can fit in that. And that goes back to the nutrient um the nutrient availability as well. So, oh, I love it. Yeah. What's what's the most rewarding aspect of being a garden coach? Oh my goodness. So, the look on my client's face when they actually get their harvest. <laughs> yeah. Or how excited they are when they get their get their first harvest and they're like, "I want to grow more." <laughs> like, they become obsessed. Yes, you are obsessed. Welcome to the club. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On the flip side, what's the hardest part? 
Um, the hardest part really for me being a coach and having this business and starting the business has definitely been the um, time that I've spent spending away from my family mm-hmm. and knowing that I, I quit my job because I wanted that time with my daughter and to focus on her. But um, she, I include her in everything that I do for the most part, mm-hmm. except for my bills when I go out to, to places and yeah. I still feel bad about leaving her mm-hmm. or <laughs> having to be away from my, <laughs> my family for that time. Yeah. Because those bills are a long time. It took me what, six, seven hours to do yours. Now that oh doesn't gosh. seem like a lot. It, like, no, that right does now, sound like a lot. In the, lo- in the scheme of things, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's every weekend, twice a week. Then, yeah, I mean, tw- two days weekend. out of the week, and yeah. it's the weekend, and it's like the only time I get to spend with my husband. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel bad that um, it might be taking a toll on my relationship with him, but we try to make sure we, you know, yeah, do Still all we can time. during the week and <laughs> to to try to make sure that we are spending quality time. But it's hard when you have to do every job for business. Cause most of the nights I'm like over here in the office or craft room. This is my little craft room slash office. <laughs> it looks cute. <laughs> Thanks. It's a bit messy, but well, you don't want to see the my whole house is. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I'm just doing work for here or creating content or I know trying to do every single little thing that you have to do for business. <laughs> yeah so when we make it it'd be nice to hire on some other people to do things (laughs) oh I bet I mean yeah I mean you have to do the marketing you know creating content you you know you got to build the gardens you Mm -hmm. have to consult with many people you know who are interested yeah I mean it it sounds like a lot It's Um, it's a lot but it's definitely fun and um I enjoy it and I'm hoping I am putting out a little piece of me every time, some passion (laughs) for growing. It's definitely coming back and people are wanting to be a little, a little bit more self-sufficient and that's great. I think, oh, I think it's so important. I think it is too. And one of my other big thing is, is that when you garden, you are automatically giving back to the earth basically, Mm -hmm. because you're producing, you're like, in plants that are going to produce obviously oxygen to clean the air for us to breathe and all this other stuff but when you harvest from your own garden instead of maybe driving to the grocery store to get food mm-hmm. that has been trucked to the grocery store and or from all yeah. the way across the country or something like that you cut down on that like supply chain like emissions totally and fertilizer that they used and pesticides and plastic that you're buying you know in yes I I totally agree I saw the other day like on Instagram like stop growing lawns and start growing like your own food and they said it much nicer but you know start like planting your vegetables in your yard and making sustainable yards it's crazy how here in America it is just common like widely accepted that you grow a lawn that is water a water hog you fertilize (laughs) it 
and it produces nothing for you nothing <laughs> except for like looks i guess and, and you know like aesthetics it's aesthetic uh, but who cares you know what's pretty to me beautiful to me is seeing a pepper on a a, a bush or maybe totally or maybe greens that are growing up out of the ground that I can pick and then put in my salad. Um, I, I, I fully <laughs> agree. I love it. I am actually, and the movement is grow lawns, it grow, grow food, not lawns. That okay, that's, 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 that's what it for. is. That's yes. what I was thinking of. <laughs> and I have just jumped into that with my, I, I know my front yard transformation. I'm calling Your it garden. <laughs> I love that that term. Uh, one of my good friends, she has actually had her her front yard be a garden for a while, and mm-hmm. she called it that the other day. I was like, "Oh my god, I love that! I'm so pleased yeah. the garden." And no, so, I'm excited for your garden. Yes, so I had to do a compromise. So we do still have grass. <laughs> I saw, I saw. I thought you had no grass, and then I saw some grass. So I'm like, okay, it still looks nice. So everyone no. was so confused when I posted a picture of the process, and they were like, "Wait, did you just did you do all that to put grass back down?" I was like, "Okay, y'all, y'all know there are two people that live here, and we have to compromise. That's what <laughs> that's what marriage is." <laughs> yeah. So and he wanted a little grass. Yes. He wanted a little bit of grass, even though I told him if we had none, you wouldn't have to mow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I also find crazy. People spend so much time, money, water on their grass, and then they still have to do the work for it. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I said, okay, I'm having my beds. I'm having at least five of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I will put a little bit of grass back in between them. And so that's what I did. <laughs> well, I'm so so excited to see those five beds I'm so excited to see what you're going to grow I love watching it all on Instagram I have two final questions before I let you go Uh, what advice would you give someone who wants to be a garden coach I say go for it Um, one thing that I definitely have learned and just from being in the like group with other garden coaches is that there's so many like really genuine and nice people and like in, in, within the gardening realm, I, I don't know why, but people who garden are just nice people. <laughs> it, it's like an automatic, like if you feel for or care for a living thing, yeah, nine times out of 10, you feel that way towards humans too. Yeah. I don't know. And they're so encouraging and don't be afraid. And the whole, like, you know, cause like industries can become saturated mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't think there's ever going to be that point for garden coaching because there are so many people out there who want to learn until yeah. everyone becomes completely knowledgeable, which is never going to happen. <laughs> no, because no, not no one's not everyone's knowledgeable on any topic. You know, like <laughs> universally. I know. Whenever someone becomes all knowing, <laughs> but um, yeah. So there are so many. It was like that was one thing that I had to think about before I dove into this, and I was like, like yes, this is good now, but like later down the road, how saturated will this be how many garden coaches will there be and will I be able to like survive off of that (laughs) like having this much competition and now I mean yeah 
there's I I now feel like there's no way that there's going to be ever enough like and there's so many different like niches you can go into and just specific people want specific things and if you offer what they want so I say go for it um definitely think about one thing I feel like you have to have is a little bit of gardening knowledge and experience I don't feel like you should jump in without a little bit of experience yourself yeah even if it's only experience in your specific garden but Mm -hmm. I feel like you should have a couple years I I totally agree (laughs) I cannot jump into being a gardening coach at all um I'd not be successful (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying after a couple years I feel like you can I feel like you will be able to after a couple years honestly Scott he was like let me check out this course like, <laughs> yeah. this sounds really really cool I was like okay <laughs> I know a lot of people ask and they're like they asked me about the courses I really feel like the course is mostly business related uh-huh so I don't I mean yes there she does a good job of telling you a lot of basics mm-hmm. for growing but I feel like in order to be a coach and feel confident enough to to coach someone else you probably should have a little bit more experience and knowledge on growing than yeah than than what she has I mean and I mean you do learn from teaching other people so I say definitely teach other people what you learn and what you learn from your garden which is I mean what I did a lot I mean really I was like when I found this garden coaching thing I was like I've been doing this for free (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get paid for this now I'm gonna get paid for this now (laughs) I love it (laughs) yeah because I mean you always help out like your friends and your family who want to grow something Mm -hmm. or yeah and I'm like okay now this is a real thing I can get paid for this (laughs) I love it I love that you found your passion okay last question what skills and strengths of yours would you say has helped you the most throughout your journey? I definitely feel like my skills of, I don't know, being, I don't know if this is a skill, but always wanting to know the answers. No, I think that's definitely a skill. Like your curiosity, you you know, you're always wondering how does it work? How do you fix it? You know, what to do? Yeah. I definitely think that's a major skill. I think that, I think curiosity and like following it is one of the number one skills of entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah, that is true. So, I, so yes, it's a skill. Don't take it down. <laughs> well, then that definitely, because if something happens, I always have to know why it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I would say genuinely enjoying the topics and w- what I teach to other people, because mm-hmm. if I didn't, I don't think it would go very far. I would yeah. go very I would think I would burn out real quick and I don't know and I genuinely love talking to other people and like sharing the knowledge that I have and like connecting with people face to face and mm-hmm. that's one reason why I'm like I didn't know when it was should I be doing this at in the middle of COVID because yeah a lot of stuff was virtual and um with those clients that were you know okay with us observing the like social distancing um Mm -hmm. policies and stuff it was great to go out we were outside anyway so it wasn't that hard to do that but I was got I don't know got more excited when I got to go to someone's house and actually visualize and see things and like totally yeah I mean it just I think 
you know connecting with people too like not virtually like in person adds so much more value yeah. to everything that you're doing completely because I mean I I don't know I, I feel like I read people's energy like through my own body and <laughs> or I don't know people get a, yeah. a jolt of energy when they like feel your energy so no I fully agree you can like connect with each other you can read your body language and social cues and excitement levels and pick up on each other's levels. No, I'm so excited that Scott found you because you've really changed our gardening game. It's gorgeous. We're obsessed Yay. with it. I'm obsessed with your Instagram. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> how, how can people follow you? Yeah, my Instagram handle is at Carolina underscore garden underscore coaching. Yeah, people need to follow. The yarden is something you have to take the journey yes. on. And I actually just officially posted my first YouTube video. Oh, yes. Of the transformation. So um, it's basically a tour of what the front yard looked like beforehand. And then the beginning process of basically edging out the yard and laying down the cardboard. Oh my God. In our first soil delivery. I'm sure that's going to get so many hits. That, that some, sounds like something my dad's going to like love to watch too. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. It's, I, you know, it's super scary jumping into that realm. I feel like Instagram's totally like Instagram, Facebook's totally different world from like YouTube. So I'm dipping my toe in right now. Just to see. Uh, you know what? I think you're going to do so well on Instagram stories and being live that YouTube's going to be just, just easy. You're just going to have to like upload your videos now. I know, but it's the editing that gets me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so much work. I bet. I know editing is a ton of work. People don't even think about how much actual work it is to edit a video. I have a real respect for all those people who post videos like bot, like twice a week. It just took me, it just took me two weeks. It just took yeah. me two weeks to do that one video. I'll tell you that. And it is <laughs> not as, it is nowhere near great video footage. Like <laughs> you'll get better and faster. So, so, you know, it just takes time like everything else. <laughs> What's your YouTube channel call, called? Uh, YouTube channel is actually called living that Liska life. So okay. I wanted it to kind of be, I don't know, stepping into the realm of vlogging but like yeah. I said it's too much work <laughs> <laughs> you'll find time as somehow you always do I, I will <laughs> I will hopefully find time my thing is I need to get better with like I've set up a schedule of things I need to do and I need to stick to it <laughs> so that's that's what I'm working on right now I need to learn that skill too <laughs> Well, I had so much fun talking to you, Tiana. Thank you so much for chatting with me, taking time out of your night to sit down and just talk all about it. Yeah, no, thank you for inviting me on. Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Tiana. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave a rating or a review below and follow us along on Instagram at Find Your Niche Podcast.